my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. It's Max from the 80 Miles Per Hour Podcast. We have a brand new episode for you, but before we get to that, i got to introduce you to our other half of the podcast. Join with me, as always, is... Hey, everyone. This is Sanch. Sanch. Yeah, and uh, right. it's been a while since uh, <laughs> Sanch and I have been together. Like, super, super while. Um, Reunited because but... <laughs> it feels so good. True story. True story. True story. I, I know uh, Peaches. True story. She, she oh, sang wait. at your wedding. She what? She sang at your wedding? Yeah, that was. I you, uh, Yeah, that was before we met each other. Yeah, she sang at uh, our wedding. But she, <laughs> her and her husband did. But she like. Did she sing she that? Like, no, she picked the song. Like, she's like, okay, I'll sing at your wedding, but. I get to pick the song. So it was like a song they wrote. And uh, it was all like, And a man and a woman together. So it was funny. Yeah, I know her personally. The second Peaches. So there's like two variations. So I know the second one. But yeah, she sang at my wedding. And then my mom went crazy. And her sisters. <laughs> yeah. So, so dude, so my mom is the youngest of 10, right? Yeah. So uh, I told you that uh, you know I'm half Mexican, so my uh, my grandparents are straight from Zacatecas. So uh, <laughs> my mom, my mom's youngest of ten, yeah. big Mexican Catholic family, um, ten kids in a 15 year span. God damn. That's a no lot. twins. No twins. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of people. <laughs> it was basically like my grandma and grandpa are like, oh, baby, baby's out. All right, time to make a new one. I know, seriously. It's like, what do you want to do? I don't know. Let's make a baby. <laughs> so Catholic, you know. Yeah, so, like, seriously. That's Catholic funny. for you. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, welcome to the 88 Miles Per Hour podcast. Uh, you know, if if you're new to us, welcome aboard. If you have been listening to us from the beginning, welcome back. But the 80 Miles Per Hour podcast, everything is 80s. Movies, music, games, video games, sports. I was going to say current events, past events, you know, <laughs> right. that stuff. It's all 80s. It was yeah. current in the 80s. So uh, welcome to the 80 Miles Per Hour podcast. So, uh, Sanch, it's that time. We got to do the shout outs. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time, ladies and gentlemen, the time where we... Give yeah, shout outs. I guess <laughs> I was like, where was I going? I was like, I'm I'm repeating. It's like when you say one word, shout outs, and I'm gonna say shout outs. So it's kind of like rhyming, shout outs with shout outs. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, you know what I mean. So it's that time for the shout out. All right, I'll go first. Uh, so I saw this a couple days ago. I don't know if you heard this, but uh, we didn't talk about it. But Alec Wells and Catherine. Kanepe, I don't know, C-A-N-I-P-E. Anyways, yeah. they're a couple from L.A., okay. and uh, the girl, I'll just call her Catherine, is on the Boys and Ghouls podcast, and I guess she's, like, a huge horror fan. Oh, okay. Uh, have you ever heard of that podcast? No, I haven't, sir. No, okay. I'm getting a, the... You're getting a shout-out, Boys and Ghouls. So it's actually a good name. Anyways, so she's uh, apparently a huge horror fan, and she was around in South Pasadena, so really close by me and uh, really close by you. So um, the I guess she was doing a scene. No, what is she doing? She was doing location, fi- filming locations of Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween, the classic from 1978. So um, it's supposed to be in Illinois, but it was filmed in sunny Southern California. And I've actually been to some of the, the sites 
where they filmed Halloween. Um, the main house where Lori is and stuff is actually on the same street in Hollywood where uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street was filmed. So, but a lot of like the neighborhood stuff is in South Pass. Anyway, so this chick was there, and there, you know, she's I think it was a video or something. She was down there doing pictures and stuff. And her uh, now fiance, but her boyfriend comes out dressed up like Michael Myers, comes out of the bush, just like in the movie, pops out, and then he yeah. proposes to her. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. That's like, oh, saw God, that? Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Kind of weird. I think if I did that to my wife, she would probably kick me in the nards. But um, <laughs> you know, she would not find that awesome. She would probably kill me if I jumped out and scared her and stuff. But anyways... What I think that's cool, but did you see the engagement photo that they did? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and I'll post this later on, but uh, I meant to post this earlier. But uh, it is a an exact replica of uh, Marty and Doc Brown, and it's an awesome engagement photo. So that was them. They proposed yeah. the Halloween, but they were also did the back. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. These people are cool. Yeah, that that thing went all over the place. That freaking Back to the Future thing. In which, I don't know why it's never, it never hasn't been done before, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's so obvious. Cool. Yeah. It's really well done. Anyways, they're in the L.A. area, dude. We should go, like, podcast stock or something. Right? Cool. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Try to get them on so, the show. Shout out and congratulations to Alec and Catherine. And, uh, you know, I'm going to listen to the Boys and Ghouls podcast. That sounds cool. So. Yeah, it's all, it's all like, I mean, it sounds, it, it, I mean, these people, based on what they're doing, it sounds like they're going to be a freaking fun, fun group of uh, cats. Yeah, on the I think show. it's just the girl who's on the podcast, but. No, you're on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got a shout out? All right. Uh, yeah, like, I got a, I got a shout out. I want to give a shout out to uh, We Know Basketball, the Instagram account, We Know Basketball. They've been uh, tagging us on a bunch of awesome stuff on on uh 88 miles per hour podcast the these peeps are are freaking awesome they just you know they're tagging us uh also two uh 80s comedy horror fan for you know just tagging us and stuff and and last i want to give a shout out to fab you like fox so fab you like fox uh that's the main one who gives us a lot of love gave us a shout out um uh, what you call it, that that they did a drawing. He or she, they, they don't, it doesn't specify, but did a drawing. It says, I love the 80s, I love 88 miles per hour podcast, drew a DeLorean, and, and drew out all the things, and they're huge fans. Um, we made it on the freaking fridge, dude. It is on the fridge at their house. Yeah, right? Awesome. Um, we made the fridge. Uh, so yeah, so so awesome. They she or, He or she loves the show. They're huge fans. So yeah, so those are the ones um, I wanted to uh, give. Oh, and obviously 805 Pete because that's one of our longtime fans uh, since day one. So yeah, so so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and then uh, anybody who was in the audience for our live lost episode taping of 88 Miles Per Hour podcast at No Future Cafe at the the Minicon Geektopia, baby. Geektop- there you go, Geek- Geektopia. Anybody in the audience that saw us live, shout out to you guys. Uh, it's a lost episode. I I misjudged the audio record levels, so it kind of threw it off, and it gave a horrible echo, and it sounded terrible. Um, there was no way I could have loaded it because it would have just it, it would have driven you nuts. It drove me nuts just <laughs> trying to listen to it. So yeah, so that that's my shout out for the week. Yeah, we won't even mention what uh, movie we tried to watch. So. Yeah, because that that would be a future episode, for sure. Cobra Kai. Oh, said too much. Anyways, so just wanted to uh, catch up with you, dude. You know, I think we saw each other at Geektopia in July. Yeah. And we tried to do that episode, and it just went... But um, now we are. We're almost in September. But, you know, what what, what have you been up to this summer? I know uh, Brothers Bear's been popping, so how have you been this summer? Uh, I mean, it's, it's been great, uh, obviously doing, unlike everybody else who's in a semester type of system when it comes to school, I've been doing a quarter system, so 
I'm in school year-round, going around year-round. So I've been doing school, but also just, you know, working on the other podcast, Brothers Bear, building that. But um, just coming up with awesome new ideas for freaking, you know, 88 miles per hour podcast. Um, I mean, not much, just shooting, getting stuff set, submitting for us to get to cons for 88 and Brothers Bear. Long Beach cons coming up. Stanley's Kamikaze is coming up, you know. Um, I don't even think we recorded then. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while. So I also did Star Wars Celebration right. uh, in Anaheim, California. So, so I mean, it's a lot. A lot of stuff has been going on. It's been fun. Uh, and then movies, obviously, movies. The the this the year of the summer, uh, top film I think for the summer so far has been Fantastic Four greatest uh, big night. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, honestly, one of them, it comes from a franchise that actually uh, stems, that comes out from, you know, even the 80s. Uh, there, you know, there's actually two films we could do from the 80s. Um, but one of the, uh, it's, uh, I think my favorite film was Mad Max. Mad yeah. Max Fury Road was honestly still my top favorite film of this summer, of 2015. Dude, um, I hate to admit this, but I still haven't seen it. Ah. I don't know. I don't know how, but I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it, and then like you know, this happened and that, and then I went away. I was out of the country for a while. It was just you know what those movies were like. Oh yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it, and you just never end up watching it. That was, yeah. That's like what happened with me with Mad Max. So yeah, dude. But uh, so you you mentioned it. So Mad Max. Uh, did you? What was your least favorite? movie that you saw this oh, summer god damn um least favorite okay from from the summer movies because I'll, I'll just point out that i didn't get to see i have ted uh i mean uh i uh have, I have who cares i actually have ted <laughs> a buddy gave me a copy of ted i have ted it's it's um so yeah so i i i'll just point out i haven't seen ted that was one of the big summer movies uh ted was one that i missed and there was something else from that i missed uh it was another just one other big summer movie but i saw everything else uh but from the least honestly i it's very hard to pick disappointed because again i didn't see fantastic four that was probably the last uh summer movie release uh um but i don't i don't really have a a least one uh, i mean uh the least of the of the films yeah well i saw actually I didn't see as much as I wanted to. Um, I actually, I see a lot of movies mostly when it comes out on DVD. I'm still one of the few people in this world that has Netflix DVDs, and that's how I see most of my movies. Um, But whenever my wife and I go out, you know, I can't see, like, she's not into, like, super violent movies, so, like, that's why it kind of was hard for me to see Mad Max and stuff like that. Mm. So um, I really liked... um, uh, Inside Out, that was really good. Yes, Inside Out uh, was great. Yeah, I didn't like the the Bing Bong character though. I you thought, didn't, I, what? No, really? no, I thought You're he like was a- one of the few, <laughs> the only person so far that I've heard that does not like Bing Bong. A- any any time I talk about freaking Inside Out, that's the one thing everybody freaking talks about is Bing Bong and Bing Bong <laughs> having that Iron Giant moment. I'm shocked. That, yeah, what the hell? That's crazy. Right, everyone remembers that, but nobody remembers like. The other part. I don't know. Uh, to me, it just seemed really gimmicky and, like, he was weird looking. It was, like, a gimmick to me. Uh, so, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I apologize, but I have to disagree because <laughs> I, I seriously, man, especially what happens in that film with the character Bing Bong and, and Joy and it's, it's seriously, it's, 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 I always, this is, ever since that film, this is what I always call that, the Iron Giant moment, you know. Uh, freaking Wreck-It Ralph had an Iron Giant moment. Like, there's those right. those moments. It's just something about. I don't want to spoil it, but it was it was amazing. Um, so yeah. No, to me, it was just kind of obnoxious, and then it just kind of got like You're I don't know. It to me it was because he wasn't really even in the the trailer, and I'm not trying to spoil it, but he uh, I don't know. He was he didn't he didn't rub me the right way. I guess. I don't know. I'm probably a minority on that, but yeah. and I'm not trying to hate too. I loved it. I loved the end, and I loved the the character sadness and the the message of teaching kids. You know, it's okay to to be sad. You don't always have to be joyful and stuff. Like Pixar, 
Pixar is awesome at just telling stories, and that's what I love about them. So I liked um, Inside Out. I actually saw Jurassic World twice. Um, I saw the, the – uh, and it was, I would, didn't try to plan that or anything. So I was actually going into it. I was open, but I was ready to hate it. I didn't think it was going to be good. Right. You know, I was – I was yeah, like I it blew my expectations out of the water. I still don't think it's good. Like it's not flawless. It was just a blockbuster hit. You know, it had everything. It had freaking dinosaurs killing people. So that's awesome. Um, <laughs> it had homage to the original one. Great. Um, of course, I saw uh, Age of Ultron. Of course, I saw Ant Man. I'm a big comic book fan, so loved yeah, both of those movies. But um, yeah, but he. I saw Jurassic World twice at a drive-in. So the first time I saw it in the theater, second time I saw it in a drive-in. First movie was uh, Jurassic World. The second movie was Terminator Genesis. Oh, and right on. fell asleep during it. Really? I really liked it. I, 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 I liked Terminator Genesis. Dude, I was so tired. So um, Oh, so you were just tired. So it wasn't because it was bad that you fell asleep. You were just tired. Well... I don't know. I was half asleep because the first movie didn't start till eight o'clock, and then the, by the time um, a couple wow. days after um, Geektopia. So for those who um, don't know, so the whole Geektopia, it was uh, I put that whole thing on uh, me and, and a group of friends and stuff. So it took like a lot of of work, uh, two months in, and it was like. Hardly had any sleep that entire week, so I was exhausted. So this is like just like two days after Geektopia, and I wanted to watch it, but the first half real, real hour. Quick, of, explain yeah. what Geektopia is, because to our yeah, fans, they're sure. like wondering, like, what the hell is Geektopia? Yeah, so um, I'm part of a, um, a nonprofit called No Future Cafe, and it's in Pasadena. Uh, we meet the first Friday of every month. And it's five bucks at the door, and you get live music, unlimited coffee and drinks and all that stuff. Uh, no Future's been around for over 20 years. Uh, bands like, uh, or not bands, but Skrillex started there. So he was there with his hardcore band back in the day. Um, like hardcore bands like Confide. It's not just hardcore music, but like uh, Push Start Wagon was pretty pretty big just a bunch of of bands kind of started there and uh the two values that we have at no future cafe is it's um a safe place for anybody to come and it's a place where bands start up so um you know the band or the music scene is kind of different now so we really wanted to branch out and do something different so i had this crazy idea to do a 3d uh 3d a three-day event a three-night event called geektopia so the first uh, night was Minicon, and that's what uh, Sanch and I were a part of. So we had uh, vendors there. We had food trucks. We had um, we had arcade units. Uh, we had um, a cosplayer, like my buddy Elliot, fantastic cosplayer. Um, I, I'll post it up. It's not 80s related, but he's just fantastic at cosplay. So he did a little workshop. Uh, we did our lost episode there. I have uh, friends who are in Disney and, and um, uh, different um, way forward gaming, um, doing apps and stuff. So they make games. So that was the first night. Second night was uh, Game On. And we had this giant, like, 10 by 14 foot screen outside. And we played Super Smash Brothers. We had 50 people compete for a, uh, a gold Super Mario Brother uh, Amiibo, oh, which is, like, you know, really rare and, and stuff. I had to and... work. If I didn't work, I would have been there because I wanted to see that event and just capture it, like, see what it was all about. But I had to work then. then. Yeah, so it was awesome. And, like, we people just came out of, like, the bushes for that. Like, you know, we did kind of – I mean, I because of how things turned out, I had two months to plan it, do it, all that stuff. So – one of the hardest things was promotion, but people just found out about it. So 50 people signed up, and these were like 50 people. I, I didn't know. We didn't have, So the you know, game they one, the game night had the biggest turnout? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, wow. And I, it, it pro- I guarantee you it probably was for that gold, uh, whatever, the Amiibo or whatever they're called. Yeah. Because that thing's yeah. rare, and those things are like freaking like hotcakes. Like everybody goes out and tries <laughs> to grab them, you know? 
Yeah, that one's like fifty to seventy five bucks right now. Woo! I did. I got, a, I got a pretty good deal on eBay. I didn't pay that much on it, but that was yeah, that was that was legit. We had a Street Fighter Four tournament. I brought my Nintendo, my Super Nintendo. Um, that was like that was legit. And then the third night, um, being that's Pasadena, there's a lot of dancers, there's a lot of artists. And uh, so there was, like, a dance night. So not, like, a, a rave or anything, but kind of, like, B-Boy. <laughs> yeah. There was a yeah. DJ, B-Boy stuff. There was, like, dance battles and stuff. We had, like, cash prizes for the best um, freestyle and stuff like that. So that's what Geektopia was. Right so right I freaking put this whole thing in, in two months, and uh, I was exhausted by the end. I saw Terminator Genesis. The first – because, dude, I, I was – oh, my gosh. I was so tired, and – the first half hour is so much just you have to follow it, you know. And like, in in my opinion, and I only again I've only seen the first half hour, but it's a lot of thinking involved because you have to remember how the the original one was. It yeah. did like yeah. at least to the point I was. Um, I didn't see really like it, it was mostly the the eighty four Terminator. It didn't talk a lot about D two. It was almost like a direct sequel from the eighty four. And my wife Jasmine, she was like. I've seen Terminator, but I haven't seen it in a while, and I'm kind of confused with all the references and all the homage. So I was like, yeah, you're right, you know, because, I mean, of course, you know, I saw it recently. We did a, um, uh, we did an episode on it, and I've seen that movie dozens of times. But I was thinking, if you've never seen that movie or if you've only seen it a couple times, the first half hour would have been really hard to follow. Mm-hmm. So I fell asleep during that. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, God, man, I don't know why I'm getting a... Uh, I'm getting the repeat again. All right, everybody. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, technical difficulty, but we're back. Um, with Terminator, I mean, yeah, if you knew the first film, I mean, I had not seen it since we did the episode, but, I mean, I know the film very well, and... I saw the direct, like, just, it looked like there was, like, stuff from the first film. I was like, dude, that's awesome. But I felt like if you had not seen the first film or, or whatever, like, I didn't feel like you would get lost. Like, it was still explaining stuff. But, I mean, I'm excited to see the next film. Hopefully it did well. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, it, it was it was a big summer. I mean, I know I'm looking at the list. I missed Pixels. I didn't see Pixels. I didn't see Tomorrowland. Oh, that movie sucked. Tomorrowland? Oh, it was terrible. I uh, saw it on the plane. It was terrible. Oh, uh, okay. That was that was the one that was my least, my least, my least, very favorite. Better than Tomorrowland. I felt like Tomorrowland, it had a lot of ideas. It just, nothing stuck. Like, they're like, oh, let's do this, let's do this. And they just threw it in a freaking, like, blender and just, there it goes Tomorrowland. Mm. So, I didn't like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. And yeah, I didn't see Spy. So those those were the the big movies, but everything else that was big releases for the summer, I watch. You know, I'm not gonna say straight out of Compton because that was more like a smaller release, so I wasn't a part of like the big summer releases. So if I had to say the weakest of all of them, though I did enjoy a lot of them, but the weakest of them all, I would have to say, honestly, was Minions. Um, I. I th I thought it was like you know I was like whatever about it I was nothing special for me um like I I took my my girl's uh, kid to see ah not again I'm getting the repeat um I took my girl's kid to see the film and I I mean like I've seen other kids movies where I was like oh my gosh it's so good I mean Inside Out and all that but Minions was just like eh so I would have to say Minions was my least favorite of the summer. Yeah, I didn't see that one, but uh, I, I love the Despicable Me, but I heard that as well. So I heard that it didn't do well, which sucks because the Minions. But I think it's – I, I would have – I didn't see it, so maybe you could speak into it. But I, I could assume it was hard to make a story with characters that can't really communicate and, you know. Honestly, so. no. Um, I mean, like I said, like I, I, I enjoyed everything, and I'm saying it's the weakest of them all. But it wasn't like it was. It wasn't home. I didn't like home. Home was like home was dumb. Yeah, because the because there's two types of humor that you can have in a film for a child's film. There's one that's directed strictly to the kids, and the the parents would just be bored and be like, "Uh, oh, 
But then there's films that use, like Pixar, where an adult can watch it. And I felt that's what Home was. And Minions was better than Home. Now, it wasn't like Minions was awesome at the level of, like, Jurassic World or something. But, I mean, it's still not a terrible movie. It's still enjoyable because it's a good... It's it's a good prequel because you get to learn. So I mean, like I said, it's 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 the worst from all the films that I enjoyed, but it's not bad. So that's saying a lot from all the other films I watched. To me, Home felt like just like a freaking long, an hour and a half Rihanna music video. Yeah, that's, that's that, that is, was and that and Jennifer Lopez. And it wasn't even good, like like Moonwalker. You know, like Moonwalker was one giant long music video but that was awesome home sucked yeah yeah home was terrible by the way we gotta do moonwalker yeah that's, that's dude crazy. the other day i was at work and i was just like why haven't we done moonwalker dude we gotta do that yeah, i had the same thought recently too like i was listening to some mj and i was like we haven't freaking done moonwalker yeah, moonwalker and captain eel we could feature captain eel with the moonwalker episode oh, absolutely so yeah so so yeah so i mean that's that that's you know my summer movie things yeah so uh i did a trip i was i spent uh a week in detroit and i was uh two weeks in amsterdam and uh i wasn't you know i didn't go to amsterdam for those reasons so, uh, That's what I was know, gonna say, Amal. You might want to explain to the fans because they hear Amsterdam and right away they assume like, oh yeah, right. red light no, district, you know, Max <laughs> partying it up. No, and um, my my what I do for my work is I work with youth, and um, what we do in the summers we take youth over and we partner with uh, different organizations and help communities out. So um, I went to Detroit and uh, really awesome. I mean, you hear the things on you know, the media and stuff like Detroit's terrible and all that stuff, but there's a lot of beauty there. There's a lot of people who are committed to want to rebuild the city. But while I was in uh, Detroit, I went to the Motown museum. This was really cool. So this is where they did all their, um, you know, the, all the, all the, all the big Motown stars. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Motown, it was, you know, it was all at this house and what was really cool. And I'll bring it back to the eighties. Michael Jackson dedicated or uh, donated the hat and the glove from when he did the moonwalk for the first time on the music awards. I forget which one it was. American music awards. Yeah. Was it 83, 85? Uh, I don't even know, dude. Yeah. So, but it was right there. Like I saw the glove, like, dude, that glove and, and freaking person is nuts. Like it looks crazy in pictures, but that thing is just looks heavy and it looks crazy in person. So like we weren't allowed to take pictures, unfortunately. But uh, I was like, geeking out. like ah! yeah, I was like, I was like, man, I wanted to post that for the podcast, but that would have been awesome. I was, I was like, <laughs> it's the freaking hat and the glove. That was terrible. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, that was cool. And then and then in Amsterdam, did the same thing, just helping communities out. And uh, we worked with, like, one of the poorest um, neighborhoods in Amsterdam. So, uh, yeah. So uh, that's what I did in the summer. And I brought that up for a reason. Well, before anything, <laughs> though, you got to mention that you, you – man, I'm keep, I keep getting – my feedback. Uh, I think your internet connection is slow because I don't even see your video anymore. All right. Um, but you're leaving out one part because though I know they appeared in the late 70s, they were, they're so popular today, but they're really huge in the 80s. And you happened to come across a band, right? Or you weren't a part of that group. Yeah, you were. You met a band because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's right. I was going to talk about that. Yeah, in New York. We were in New York. Yeah. Yeah, are you, are you talking about when... Okay, so this is a good story, good story, good story. So we... Um, from Detroit to Amsterdam, um, originally we were going to do, like, a, uh, a road trip from Detroit to New York, but uh, finances, and we couldn't do it. So we're like, okay, uh, because it's actually cheaper to fly out of New York to Amsterdam than it is from Detroit to Amsterdam. So we, so, um, you know, there's 11 teenagers, myself, my wife, and another adult. So, uh, we're in New York and we're in this awesome place. Uh, one of the girls 
her aunt lives in like uptown New York. Dude, this place is freaking posh, dude. Like the shower felt like I was in a in a UFO. There was like four different streams going on. There was like a waterfall feature. Like everyone took long showers on purpose. It was it was awesome. But anyway, <laughs> so we go. We were like, all right, we're in New York. We have to go to um, the the Liberty Island, right? And then yeah. we, uh, uh, Ellis Island. So we go to you know we see. Uh, Lady Liberty and all her humps, and then we go to, uh, <laughs> you know, we go to Ellis Island where all the immigrants came back in the day, and um, so my wife and I, we, you know, the the kids have like no interest really. They just like do the whole museum in a half hour. So uh, Jasmine and I were going around, and I noticed that my phone. Has I like a- how the youth are just like no interest. In no, no, no interest. In- it was it was basically for the adults, but uh, we're going around and we're going to this museum and showing like the process of how uh, the immigrants that came in and then they were questioned and they had to do all this tests right. And I look at my phone and I see there's no service. I'm like, what's that all about? You know, because I was going to post a picture. Yeah. So I go around the corner and I kind of hear like it's loud, but it's also kind of quiet. Like you hear just a lot of murmuring, like a lot of like kind of. Uh, there's a, I could hear a lot of people's in one group, but it's not very loud. So I'm like, oh, it's weird. So we go around the corner and I look up and it's freaking Bono. <laughs> Bono's just like standing there and he's like, you know, maybe a hundred yards away from me. And I go to Jasmine, I go, freaking Jasmine, or not freaking Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine, that's freaking Bono, freaking Jasmine. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. She slapped me. No. <laughs> I go, that's freaking Bono. And she's like, what? And she's like, it is. And then, like, there's, like, a security guard that, like, saw me get all excited. They're like, all right, calm down now. Calm down now. Right. I'm, like, trying right. to figure out what's going on. Like, because they were all looking up to where we were. Like, um, and there was just, like, hundreds of people. I see paparazzi and stuff. And then I look, and I'm like, dude, that was, like, Yoko Ono. What? And then, so, um. And then I look over there, and I'm like, oh, dude, that's the edge. I'm like, what is you two doing here? And I was like, Jasmine, we got to get closer. So we're walking around the crowd, and we get to this place. Uh, turns out that um, it was the 50th anniversary of when John Lennon got his uh, green card. So they did this tapestry. But you posted yeah. a green car. Uh, I put green green card? Car, yeah. Uh, yeah. Green, his green car? <laughs> yeah, didn't you ever see my picture that I posted on, on your post? That's, I never understood that. Green car. Oh, I was like, that was so random. I. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I got, That's like probably the latest joke ever. Oh my God. That's like, <laughs> literally. understand that. It's and funny like, I shrunk the kids right now. You're like, oh, French <laughs> class. Ah. <laughs> I told Jasmine, I was like, hey, do you understand why Santos posts this? She's like, no. It was the anniversary when he got his green car. And I'm like, green car? <laughs> that makes sense. I was like, freaking, freaking Santos is a weirdo. Why did he post that? Like, freaking weirdo? Like, I put, this guy puts a dumb car. Like, oh, oh dude, you're hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, so it's John Lennon's uh, green card um, anniversary. So, um... They're taking pictures. They do this unveiling, and I'm like, "Wow, this is cool!" You know, like there, it, the, it wasn't publicized. There wasn't a lot of hoorah. There was only, like probably only a couple hundred people there. Uh, most of them being the paparazzi. Yeah. So, uh, so then they all come rushing towards me because that's where they had to go to leave the the ferry. You know, and I was literally about five feet away from the edge, and I was like. Dude, I love your music. He's like, thank you, and walked by. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I talked to the edge. I talked to the edge. And then, um, I'm actually getting pushed by paparazzi because um, Yoko Ono and Bono are like embracing and they're talking, they're saying goodbye. But like the, and it's literally about like three feet, four feet away from me, and I can hear Bono talking and saying, "It's always a pleasure seeing you." You know. I know John would have loved being here and all this stuff and the paparazzi are going crazy and I was like, what's going on? You know, it was, awesome. it was crazy. Awesome. Yeah, dude, that trip, it was, it was weird. We, uh, 
we saw Scarlett Johansson too. And some of the girls went up to him like, are you Scarlett Johansson? She's like, most of the time. And they're like, oh, you know. <laughs> and then uh, Kenny G was on the flight. And I was like. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Just random celebrities. But Bono, man. Yeah, that was nuts. I talked to The Edge, so. Yeah. It was definitely, definitely not a bloody Sunday. So, it was an awesome hey, Sunday. Did you did you get did numb get after meeting the edge? No, but I was like, that's cool. You know, you didn't really see anything. Uh, the you YouTube fans out there are laughing at that. Yeah, yeah. Now I get it. <laughs> see, I'm I'm bad. That that's the second joke I didn't catch. No, but yeah, um, yeah, it was cool, man. It was cool. Right on. Yeah, you too. And they, it was funny because like I wanted to go to the the show that they played at the Roxy in LA, mm-hmm. and it was only like a K Rock exclusive. And the only way you won tickets was by calling in. And yeah. I was like, dude, I just want to be that close to you too. And I didn't get tickets. And then, bam, in New York, you know. Yeah, though you didn't get to see their music, you still got to kind of be with them. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my trip, so. There you go. When are we going to talk about 80s stuff? I know, we haven't talked 80s. <laughs> Let's talk 80s right now. So, uh, what was it, Sunday? This got released, the Lifetime uh, Unauthorized Full House. Well, it- I mean, you, just remember, you still need to talk about, you know, because fans need to get to know you, Max. Right. Where you come from the 80s, what do you, what do you love about the 80s, what is your expertise about the 80s, because... That's really, you know, with the fans, they want to know, you know, Chelsea shared her love of the 80s and everything. And, this, you know, that's what the fans want to know about Max. Well, let's let's I'll I'll talk about that after because I want to talk about this or else I'll forget. Um, But this weekend, the unauthorized uh, Full House movie came out. Did you see it? No, I missed it. I completely forgot. No. So like the Full House, I mean, it's. When people think about it, they think 90s, right? Like early 90s. But it's actually from 87. So it's kind of 80s. But um, so for those who don't know about it, so uh, Lifetime, who's known for making really great documentaries. Um, <laughs> no, they're terrible. Uh, they had they just got some actors together. And because it's like unauthorized, you know, they don't have the, the right to say like all the catchphrase, like cut it out or. Wait, they didn't uh, say cut it out? No, they don't have the rights to say any of that. Oh, my God. So he yeah. never, Uncle Jesse never said have mercy. Have mercy. No. Oh, man, I'm picking up the feedback again. Ah. All right. Um, I know with the Saved by the Bell uh, uh, one that they did, it was all based off of Screech's book. And Mark Paul Gossler actually was on a podcast talking about how it, the book it was all like made up like it was just all lies like it it's 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 not real like it's not true like like they all got along this and that they weren't like what the book predicted about and 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 Zach really got personal and started talking about or Mark Paul Gossler about his life and how he actually was and he said some stuff that that was just kind of like really wouldn't make him like it's like oh like you know who would admit to that like you know and all this stuff so so it was um it's just like you know it's the same way so with this full house it's unauthorized so when it when they say unauthorized that means they're just basing off of some random sources that to them they you know because if they would have said oh the authorized you know or the biography they could easily be sued so that's why they have to say the unauthorized because no one authorized it from the actual production company that gave the okay like oh yeah that's what happened go on and make that you know and that's why happened with the Saved by the Bell one and even Screech has kind of come out that he said yeah I made that book for money he's actually come out and said that so obviously (laughs) he embellished a lot you know so it's like yeah but you know people want juice they want the dirt so when they when you see Full House the wholesome show you want to you want to see you know but yet all these people are huge friends now they're big time friends so it's kind of like you know I didn't see it but I read about it but it's just like the moment I saw unauthorized I was like eh I can't trust it because I could easily go out and be like the unauthorized version of Max. And I can say that, you know, Max is actually a drug cartel. He, you know, he went to Amsterdam because it was a, 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 a fake, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm helping kids. No, I'm actually uh, uh, trafficking, you know, 
selling beanie babies on the black market, you know, like beanie babies with fucking yeah. hemp in it. Yeah, you know, so it's kind of like, and I, as long as I put unauthorized, you know, biography, they, he can't sue because I'm like saying, well, it's unauthorized, you know, like, so that's why it's stupid. Like, you know, what, I don't know, what's the next one, Christ, that they're going to do? Well, that leads up to my follow-up question. Um, which 80s show would you want to see Lifetime do next? Dude, I would, you know, I, I, I wouldn't want to see it from, I mean, if it has, sadly it has to be from Lifetime, but the the one that I would love to see, because they honestly have real juice, they have real dirt and stuff that would have been a great show that I would love to see done, and it would be Webster. Webster oh, would good. be great. Good. Yeah, because Webster, they they did have drama. It was, it, the, the, the parents, or the people who adopt the Webster, those two, they actually wrote the 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 show Webster without Webster it was it was gonna be a show about them and and that's when the whole you know different strokes craze happened that they were the 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 people were like you know what add a kid and they're like wait what and they're like yeah just and then so they had to add Webster and then they're like okay and then next thing you know these two people it's their show. They were creating about them, their life, their married life and all that. And then you got this kid who comes on and, and ends up being huge that they named the show after him. And it's kind of like it's it's heartbreaking for them because it's like, dude, this was our baby. And now it's all about him. Whenever people think of the show, it's always about him. They think it's, they you know. Yeah. So that would, been, that would be cool to see. Another, dude, I didn't even know about all that stuff. That's crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I would love to see that. Another one, even though it's not uh, an 80s show, I would love to see Martin. Because Martin, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, because one thing, uh, what's his name? Martin Lawrence. He was, the very last episode Tisha Campbell had to have a clause in her contract and stuff stating that she, that she she wasn't really going to be in any scenes with Martin Lawrence because he terrorized Tisha Campbell on the screen. Like you could read about these this stuff. She actually had court, there's court documents you could read about like uh, and that, I don't think restraining orders, but like stuff towards Martin Lawrence. Like it's it's nuts. Like like so he went crazy. He terrorized freaking. Uh, Tisha Campbell to the point where she was like, I don't even want to be on the last episode. So, so it, it, it's just it's just crazy. So that would be some cool juicy dirt to be behind the scenes. Yeah, but, that'd be cool. But it, I know you're asking for comedy purposes. If if anything, if I had to choose, like just for for laughs, like just how they did say uh, Full House, I think uh, Family Matters, man. Why not? You yeah. know, yeah. I want to see the true story behind Urkel, like he's a drug addict or something. Yeah, I was gonna say Golden Girls. You know, oh, dude, that'd you be know bad. that set. No, like I, you know, I don't know that much. I've only seen a couple episodes of Golden Girls, but you gotta know, like those girls had to, those those women had to just gone at each other, right? Like Betty White's, like you know, goes to B. Arthur and say, "Hey, shut your mouth!" Like you know, there had to have been a bunch of drama, <laughs> right? Some quarrels, yeah, menopause uh, uh, and stuff. Like you know, yeah. probably like well, crazy see, on that. That's you know what's weird about Golden Girls? That show was from the eighties and Betty White was in it, yet she's right now and she's like how old was she really when, when Golden Girls was about? It's kinda like the diabetes guy, like he's always been old to me. <laughs> like there's these people who just always seem old. Even well, when Betty I was... White's ninety three. I just looked it up. Wait, Golden Girls is from what? No, she's ninety three. Betty White. She's so 90... she was old then too. Oh yeah. Crap. So if you minus thirty years, yeah, she's still an old woman. You know, she's yeah. she was sixty at the time then. Yeah. Wow, dude. And then she's the last remaining one that's alive. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, she is because Estelle Getty was the first one to pass away, and that was the little grandma. That was mom. Uh, right. That, that was she. She went first. Second was B. Arthur. B. Arthur passed right. afterwards. Then it was. Ruth McClure, or, or I can't, I can't think of her name. She's the one that, for some reason, every goddamn yeah, Ruth McClure. Every year, ah, God, I'm getting the feedback. Whatever, I'll keep talking. Uh, this happened last month. Ah, dang it. Okay, it's getting really bad. All right. Okay, so I'm getting horrible feedback. Ladies and gentlemen, sorry, we're gonna try to fix this. Hold on. 
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, getting feedback. I don't know why, so I'm calling Max back. All right. Hello. Yeah. All right. So, uh, with her, it's just it's just a side story on her. Every year, this has been happening since 2010. For some reason, it gets reposted somehow, like on a news article or something, that she passed away. So last month, people were posting. Oh, R.I.P. You know, just so so sad, this and that, and I'm like, you know, she died, like, you know, because that happened years ago. Yeah, and someone did that with Drop Dead Fred. They also did that not too long last month. Also, someone posted, "Oh, Drop Dead Fred." I'm like, he died last year. Like, what's wrong with you people? And yeah, I it was funny because when I was posting about people with the whole Golden Girls with Ruth McClure, right? Um, I can't think of her name. Um, she uh. Uh, I, I, at that same day, I, I saw an actual article saying, uh, reading about that, saying, like, no one knows why it keeps happening. Every year, people post, like, she just died. So, I don't know. It's a cool tribute because people at least are always remembering about her, but it's weird. But, yeah. But I go- think it's, like, these two guys that, like, do it every year. Like, it's a tradition for them. They're just, like, messing around. Like, dude, we got to do it again. Let's get it. Let's get the internet right? talking. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so golden girls would be one i'm with you on that one no. oh no I, that one and then um peewee i think peewee would be cool oh peewee's big yeah playhouse dude that'd be awesome yeah all right so there we have it ladies and gentlemen so those would be our ones to we would want to see golden girls family matters and peewee's playhouse all right so now's the time where we talk about me. Yes, sir. So you're, you're going to conduct this interview, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually going to have to interview because I already, on the past episode with Chelsea, I talked about myself, so there's no point in repeating myself. So today we're going to talk about it. So let's do this. I'm going to have my Ed McMahon with me, you know, or, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, or uh, ah, whatever. But anyways... So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. So let's bring it out. You know, do, 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 do. ladies and gentlemen, my next <laughs> guest tonight. He he's the host of Eighty Eight Miles Per Hour podcast. He also uh, traffics Beanie Babies. <laughs> my guest next, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is Mr. Max. New ringtone right there. That's yeah. what I. That's my ringtone. <laughs> oh well, welcome, sir. Uh, today we're um, we want the fans to learn about Max. Where it is his love of eighties. I mean, we really haven't talked eighties throughout this episode, but here's the real eighties coming now. So, obviously, sir, um, where where your love of eighties? Like, what? Where does that stem from? Like, when did that happen? Like, I mean, just what do you love about the eighties first? Like, yeah, what I think, is it? I think it's pretty ironic because uh, I was born in 1990, so I missed it by that much, you know. Nah. But, uh, you know, not to get graphic, I was conceived in 1989. That's cool. Oh, there, yeah. there you go. There you go, right? Um, so uh, that was gross. But, uh, no, <laughs> I, I would say, like, my exposure, I think it's it comes down to, like, three different things. I think because I'm a 90s kid like all the way through, but yeah. uh, I think there's there's three things that really expose me to um, the the eighties the eighties decade. Uh, the first thing was uh, my dad's music, and I know I mentioned this on the very first episode I was on, but my dad has like over two thousand vinyl records, so. Some of my earliest memories, I just remember my dad like putting on Michael Jackson, um, putting a lot of Van Halen on. He just like was a lover of just bunch of '80s music, you know. Uh, I'd uh, be dancing to like Billy Idol, White Wedding, stuff like that. So he had he had a, he has it all. He mm-hmm. when everybody in the '90s were getting rid of it and going to CDs, he was just collecting everybody's. You know, they're like, hey. My dad's name's Tim. They're like, hey, Tim, you, you know, I'm getting rid of my albums. Want them? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so everyone's like, <laughs> it's kind of like me with video games. I, I get that from my dad. But yeah. um, so, like, people are just getting rid of all this stuff. And uh, my dad kept it. So uh, what was cool was, like, um, I remember waking up and my dad would play um, 
or when I was 18 years old, um, my dad played uh, Alice Cooper's 18, and I don't know what I want. I actually don't know what year that came out. That might have come out in the late 70s. But, um, yeah, so that was, like, a, a huge thing and just, like, 80s music. Um, and I'm not talking, like, kind of, like, the pop stuff, but more of, like, he, he my dad loves David Bowie. So, like, Ziggy Stardust, like, he used to play that album all the time. Um, a lot of, like, um, um, some Eric Clapton. Um, uh, my mom loved Pat Benatar. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, she would play a lot of that. Um, so yeah, so that was music. And then the second one, uh, my dad was a, uh, like hardcore, uh, Laker fan. Yeah. So he actually had, um, season tickets in the eighties. So his favorite player was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Ooh. So he would tell me all these like stories about magic and Kareem, Michael Cooper, Byron Scott, Kurt Rambis, all this stuff. And I grew up, you know, um, this is a true fact. I'm 25. I've been to a Laker game every year of my life. It's just Lakers is like in my blood. So, yeah, that's uh, awesome. yeah. So, you know, uh, Kobe's entering his 20th season and stuff. So I've, you know, grown up a, a Laker fan, but, um, I really like the eighties Lakers, the Showtime Lakers, Jerry Buss, Pat Riley, all that stuff. Like my dad would tell me stories about, you know, when Magic used to do, like, the fast break and, and throw it behind his head to uh, James Worthy and Worthy would dunk it and stuff. So uh, my dad had uh, season tickets for the back-to-back championships in 87, 87, 87, 88, 88. The game. Whoa. It was, 19, was it 19? Oh, no. Um, I'm not sure what happened, but when you started talking, you you, you became Max Headroom. Like, your voice went, uh, 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 uh. all right. All right. All right. So, you know, my dad would tell me these stories about how Magic would run the court and throw it behind his head to James Worthy. And um, I actually, you know, I didn't see it, but I've always loved that decade of Lakers. And to me, like, you know, um, I'm a huge sports fan, too. So I have a lot of hobbies, I guess. But um, following, you know, sports... And I, I, I consider, like, the 80s, the, the rivalry with the Celtics, boo. Um, that's, like, one of the best things in sports is, is the, the Larry Bird magic, all that stuff. So that's kind of the 80s. And then the, the Laker girls, man, come on. Paula, you know Paula <laughs> was a Laker girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my dad told me, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I used to go to, you know, Laker games to see Paula Abdul dance and stuff. So... Um, and then the third thing I would say is horror, like, movies. And that, like, uh, was, I would just say movies in general. So um, I think one of, like, my favorite movies of all time is The Goonies. Ooh, and right. what I love about it, and I know I've mentioned it a couple times on the podcast, but especially growing up, I just like coming-of-age stories or stories that have kids in it, like, you know, not to be creepy, like child actors and stuff. Like, I just think it's cool when there's stories about kids, they're the focus and they have to, like, overcome something. Nothing stupid like Bridge to Terabithia, but, like, you know, <laughs> E.T., Goonies, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I love the Goonies. I actually just introduced it to some of um, the kids that I work with. they never seen it, and we were watching it in the airport um, on my Netflix. Dude, by the way, Total uh, side tangent. So we were in a um, at a uh, layover in Toronto. Yeah, dude, the Netflix in other countries way better than than in America. What do you mean? Like movies, the movies that they have are way better. But what they don't have is they don't have the variety and they don't have the TV shows that we do. So, anyways, we're watching the Goonies, and uh, I've just always loved that movie. I've I've always loved. Uh, Sloth and uh, chunk and mouth and yeah. you know it's, it's it's a timeless it's a timeless movie you know in any decade any kid any person can enjoy that movie but uh, you know I, I love Little Monsters and I hope we can talk about that so that was a huge movie growing up too so I've always liked kind of monsters as well and then as I got into junior high I like watched a bunch of horror movies. 
and I started to research it. And um, once I got into high school, I really just started to kind of consume as much horror movies as possible. And I tried to watch like a lot of B movies and a lot of like kind of obscure stuff. And most of it was like from the eighties, you know, stuff like Chud or the stuff or like critters or stuff like that. So, um, I love, I love practical effects. I I love just, and and I think eighties movies do a fantastic job, um, doing practical effects. So that's kind of like my, my three things. And then, and then my mom, you know, she, uh, I don't know. I feel like she's still kind of pretty eighties. You know, I feel like she had the eight eighties hairdo, even like till maybe 2000, it was always just puffy. It was always big. And, you know, she, she, <laughs> being a kid, she would still wear shoulder pads in her, <laughs> in her suits and stuff. So she was pretty, even her style was pretty eighties, even in the nineties. So I was like, and I didn't really know, but I was like, mom, I, I that kind of looks old. Like that doesn't look new. I don't. I don't see that in magazines. That kind of looks old. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of my exposure to eighties, I guess. Yeah. So that's so that's basically it. Are you good? I'm good. All right. Cool. So there, so <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Because I mean, as much as we would love to continue talking, we're having this stupid audio issues i don't know what it is it's not audio issues it's the internet i don't know if it's max or me it could be some issues with the the time time you know flux something something's going on yeah tell you if it is me i'm continuing there you go i want a refund if it's coming from my internet (laughs) right same here i freaking pay too much money for freaking internet to not be able to skype properly yeah, same here. I, I don't know what's happening. Let's see. So I think we got everything. I mean, I know. Christ, I'm I'm picking up. All right, I'll be I'll be quick. Max, real quick, uh, give them your final thoughts before we give the song of the week and go. My final thoughts is Sanch is a sexy beast. Yes. Yes. That's and you should you should before you die. You should rub his head. Yes. <laughs> put some baby oil on it. Yes. Put the and then baby kiss oil it. on my head. Yeah. He'll let you too. Dude, all right. If anybody, we're about to do a couple cons coming up. We'll announce it. If you come and rub Sanchez's head, I will give you something. I will give you a piece of 88 miles per hour merchandise or something yeah just uh know that if you do that i'll be punching you people so don't (laughs) because then some random person is gonna come up and be like dude what are you doing and i'll just like punch you in the head so (laughs) but then you get punched in the face but you also get something cool for me so that's pretty soon you'll probably just knock me out you'll just punch me in the middle of the of the floor that would be awesome if we like staged a fight no, but then, but then they, wouldn't, we'll, they won't invite us back anymore. But we would go out like, geez, dude. Like, then we would, like, fight and be like, all right, let's meet back in an hour. And then I would find, like, the coolest cosplays. And then you yeah. find the cosplays. And then we would just, like, you know, do a big old battle. That's what I want to see. I want to see a giant fight with a bunch of just cosplays. Cosplayers, like, an actual brawl. That would be awesome. Okay, well then we'll do that, ladies and gentlemen. We're going <laughs> to battle it out at the Kamikaze <laughs> and and Long Beach Con. All right, ladies and gentlemen, while I have my song of the week, uh, before I lose out the stupid, you know, connection. But all right, ladies and gentlemen, this week's song of the week comes from one of my favorite bands that come out of the 80s. And they did like a, 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 like a few albums, especially one in the 90s that changed their style. Um, actually, I'm going to move the mic, the... the the speakers so you guys can't hear me um christ i'm gonna turn it down ladies and gentlemen okay here we go uh max i i, I, mu- I muted you out so if you talk it won't pick up because i don't want it to keep picking me up but um the song it comes from the band called information society uh they have a song called what's on your mind um uh pure energy but this song that i'm giving you guys this week is also from that album 
uh, from the album called Information Society. It was released in 1988, and the song I'm giving you is called Walking Away. Uh, I love this song. It's 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 um, just the whole album alone. Uh, I love There's so much from this album. It's it's just great. It's so it's just synthy. Like it's such a synth pop album. Um, yeah, it's has some good beats, but it's just like so like late 80s, just fun, great. That's kind of what hurt them when they when they released you know their their freaking next album i mean not their 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 third album uh when they came out in freaking and i think it was 92 i believe peace love incorporated yeah it was in 92 and it kind of hurt them since that's when like all the the artists were like you know hardcore rap or grunge really kicked in around that time so People were like, ah, we don't want happy music anymore, and it's kind of what hurt them. And then that's when the lead singer went industrial and released another album of Information Society. But with this song, this was their first album. It's a great song. Uh, I'm going to give it to you. So, yeah, so Song of the Week this week is called Walking Away. All right, you're back. All right, you're back. Cool. All right, close out the show, sir. Dude, you do it the best. All right, then. That right. that outro, I can't I can't mimic that, dude. That right. is that is the Sant approved stamp. That's that's how we end. All right. Well, I'm gonna mute you out so I don't hurt. Uh, we don't pick up my echo. Sounds good. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So I muted Max out sadly, but it's all right. You know we've had fun dealing with this stupid Skype issues, but it's all right because I think it's time we get into the DeLorean and travel back to the future. to resist us. 